Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live to Aquatic Wetline Radio Show with your host, the aquatic man himself, Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is a one-stop radio show for everything freshwater, cichlids, catfish, oddballs, lagos, and much more. Plus, we will be discussing saltwater and reptiles. Aquatic Wetline is your original fish keeper podcast that started it all for the fish keepers. What is on the aquatic discussion tonight? Let's dive down into the Aquatic Wetline headquarters and find out. Here's your host, Aqua Alex. Take it away, Alex. The Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by Akari Tales USA. School of Fish, Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish, and Blue View Aquatic. Don't forget to head to your local fish store or pet shop to pick up some Hikari products, such as our famous Hikari Bio Pure Frozen Foods, which include delicious treats such as bloodworms, mysis shrimp, brine shrimp, and more. If you live in Western Massachusetts, be sure to stop by School of Fish, Inc., and Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish for the finest quality of freshwater and saltwater livestock, fish tanks, and more. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Remember, you can download today's podcast via iTunes or by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash AquaAlex. Now, AquaAlex, take it away. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Aquatic Wetline Radio Show, your one-stop for anything freshwater and everything freshwater and, of course, everything aquatic. Your only show that is hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers and the only show that does this show for you, the fish keepers. I don't do it for myself. I don't do it to feed my ego like other shows out there. Anyways, I'm your host, Aqua Alex Cardinelli, and thank you for joining the Aquatic Wetline today. You are tuned in to the very first episode of 2015. Can you guys believe that? It's a new year already. It's going to be an awesome year for the Aquatic Wetline. You better believe it. The Aquatic Wetline is going to have a fantastic year for um, this show. It's going to be an awesome year. They're going to enjoy it. There's going to be plenty more live on location broadcasts. There will be plenty more guests here on the uh, Aquatic Wetline and some other great fish subjects for you here on the Aquatic Wetline. So I'm happy to be back with the Aquatic Wetline here in 2015 after a nice New Year's Eve break. I hope all my listeners out there had a fantastic New Year's Eve and a New Year's Day and are happy to see the Aquatic Wetline broadcasting here in 2015. Well, for our first show of 2015, I figure I'd take an easy and do a fun show for you. I know a lot of you guys always ask me in my Fish Keepers United, what is my favorite fish? So today, I'll be discussing what my favorite fish is on the show. I have a ton of favorite fish, and that's going to be a great show. 
And it's going to be a fun show to do today. But I'll discuss what we're going to talk about a little later on. Right now, I want to address the elephant in the room. I hope you guys had uh, better days than I did today. Um, today, my day was horrible. It was like a day from hell. First of all, my poor boomer, which is a lapsu lapsu dog, and a poor baby boomer got attacked by a pit bull. And my mother also got bit by a pit bull as well, hence making my day very miserable and very sad. And we had to take we had to take my dog Boomer to the vet. And luckily and thank God Boomer is okay. He just has a couple of injuries and cuts and he's whining because he's in pain. But right now he's taking some pain meds so he'll feel a little better. And my mom just had a little nick and my mom's tough. All she did was wash it off with peroxide and she was fine. But that's not all. At insult to injury, I've been dealing with another drama, some more drama. Just when you think I can get rid of drama in 2014, here it is in 2015, caused by the same old silly grumpy troll, by the same old man. He's refusing to leave me alone, and yet he continues causing drama. Now, he thinks I'm the one behind him getting caught hacking into my friend's account, trying to promote and get guests for his show. I simply just called him out on it and posted it on groups. I never did say that he sent me an email, although he claims that I said I sent an email. If you clearly go on my um, fan page called the Aquatic Butline Radio Fan Group, you will see that I never said that I got an email in that. So I've been dealing with a lot of drama from this person today. He said he's going to ruin me by ruining my podcast and by ruining everything I do for podcasts because he knows that podcasts are what I really enjoy. But I got news for you, William. You will never ruin my podcast because no one or anything will ruin the aquatic wet line. So, William, I'd like to tell you on the air, go ahead and give it your best shot. But you will never ruin the aquatic wetline because the aquatic wetline will always be better than aquatic euphoria. And I, I think you realize that by now. This is why you're causing so much drama with me. Anyways, I just wanted to get that off to my chest and explain how my day was going. But um, anytime I get to host a show... Here on the Aquatic Wetline, my baby, I am very excited. So I'm going to get past my bad day and make it a good day by doing my fun show tonight here on the Aquatic Wetline. So our first show of 2015, it should be a good one, right? All right, so the show agenda for today's show is I'm going to discuss my favorite fish, I'll discuss some of my favorite fish products, such as fish food and equipment, and I'll discuss what I enjoy about this aquarium-keeping hobby. Now, I would love for a few callers tonight, so you can go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142. That's 1-347-989-8142. I would appreciate your call. Call in to discuss your favorite fish, your favorite fish brands, etc., or just chat fish with us tonight. 1-347-989-8142. I look forward to hearing from you, the fish heads, and you, the fish keepers. All right. 
So since I've got a lot to discuss, I've got a lot of fish species to discuss, let's get started. I'll start by discussing my favorite fish. Now, one of my first favorite fish is the freshwater angelfish. Now, I've been keeping the freshwater angelfish ever since I was a little kid, and I personally enjoy the freshwater angelfish. Now, growing up back in the 1990s, there weren't that many species of angelfish. Let's see, you had the common um, scalar angel, which is a wild variety of the scalar angel. You might have had the marble angel. You might have had the gold angel. That's about it back in the day, in 1993 and 1994. But as the year has gone on, there were many more species of angelfish developing, especially with the Philippinean genes of angelfish coming up, like the Philippine blue ghost angelfish, the Philippine blue marble angelfish. So a lot of genetics have been taking place with angelfish, and they really, really have improved over the years. And there are a lot of beautiful angelfish out there. And one of the reasons I like angelfish is because they are a pretty nice fish. They've got many kinds of species of freshwater angelfish. They come in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're easy to care for. They're very similar to discus, but they're more easier to care for, and they're more forgiving, and beginners can actually keep this, uh, keep angelfish, and that is why I personally like the angelfish, and personally, I think every fish keeper who is keeping freshwater has kept angelfish or should consider keeping angelfish because they are a nice fish. And I personally like angelfish because they're one of the only cichlids they can throw like five, six, seven into aquarium and they'll get along. Sure, there'll be some fights, but generally angelfish usually get along. And they're not they're not really sensitive like discus. Sure, the juveniles can be hard to raise. Um, I'm talking about the really small juveniles like the um pea size and dime size angels, but I recommend getting like quarter size angels to begin with because those are a lot easier to take care of and are not as sensitive as the other um, angelfish, the smaller angelfish. So that's really why I like the angelfish. I've kept them all my fish keeping career and I'm actually thinking about getting back in them, but I'm torn right now. When I re-enter the hobby, will I be getting angelfish or Oscars again? But we'll discuss that later on in the show. Now, I personally like the different kinds of angelfish. I like the koi angelfish. I like the blue ghost angelfish. I like the black lace angelfish. I like the marble angelfish. I like the ghost angelfish. I like the blushing angelfish. I like the chocolate angelfish. It's just goes to show you how much I like angelfish. Now, angelfish are very easy to care for. Like I said, basically just keep their pH neutral, their water out ammonia, and their water clean as possible. Temperature around 78 to 80 degrees Fahrenheit because angelfish love higher water, um, higher temperature water, and things like that. And they're a peaceful, medium-growing cichlid. Angelfish will only reach about maybe six, seven inches top, so they're 
a good sized fish that can go in a 55 gallon and live with a couple of them in a 55 gallon as well. And lastly, they're easier to keep than discus, but very similar to discus and can be kept as beginners. Now, my next favorite fish would be the beautiful chocolate cichlid. And I know we just did a show on chocolate cichlids last month, so I'm not going to speak too much about the chocolate cichlid, but I'll, I'll talk a lot about the chocolate cichlid and why I like them, but I'm not going to talk about care for the chocolate cichlid because we talked about that last uh, month here on the aquatic wetline. Now, I like the chocolate cichlid because they come in a variety of colors. One chocolate cichlid might be red, the other might be brown, one might be purplish red, one might be purplish brown, one might be reddish green. It all depends on the individual chocolate cichlid. I personally think they're one of the prettiest cichlids you have on the market. And the chocolate cichlid is a cichlid that is underrated in the aquarium hobby. That's right, I said it. I personally think the chocolate cichlid is underrated in the aquarium hobby. It does not get the attention that it deserves in the hobby. Sure, more and more fish stores are bringing in chocolate cichlids, but I personally think they should become more commonly available than they are. And I personally think every freshwater fish keeper should own at least one chocolate cichlid. Now, what I like best about the chocolate cichlid is they have a similar behavior to Oscars, but they stay a little bit smaller than Oscars. And this is something that I mentioned on our chocolate cichlid show a few weeks ago. Um, chocolate cichlids only reach about 10 inches at most, while Oscars can go anywhere from 12 to 16 inches, a chocolate cichlid maxes out at 10 inches, thus making it suitable for, let's say, a 55-gallon aquarium or a 75-gallon aquarium. And you could actually keep chocolate cichlids in a school, believe it or not, but you would need a big tank for that because they do get up to 10 inches. So if you were to keep, let's say, three or four chocolates, I'd say you'd probably need a 125 or a 150. But they do have similar behavior to Oscars. They will eat a lot like Oscars, and they will behave better than Oscars. They won't be as aggressive as Oscars, but they will behave similar to Oscars, and they will eat like them. They look almost like Oscars. A full-grown chocolate cichlid to a beginner would look like an Oscar um, because they are very similar looking, but different fish in their own rights. And for me personally, um, when I think of discus, I think of beautiful cichlids. And for me, since I'm a poor man, my top three poor man's discus would be Severum, Angelfish, and Chocolate Cichlid because I personally think the Chocolate Cichlid looks almost beautiful as a red turquoise discus in my honest opinion. And that is why I personally like the Chocolate Cichlid. Now, I know there are two species of chocolate cichlids out there. There's a temporalis species and there's another species out there that I've never kept. But I personally really do like and admire the temporalis chocolate cichlid. I personally think the temporalis chocolate cichlid is a very nice fish and one that is very, very nice. All right. So let's move on down to my next favorite fish. My next favorite fish I want to talk about is the Severum cichlid. Now, I personally like the Severums 
because they are one of the original fish that were around in the 80s and 90s and a fish that are very popular in the aquarium hobby. Every fish keeper in their life probably has kept a severum, and severums are a, a cichlid that is very easy to care for and a cichlid that can live with almost anything, and severums are usually very, very hardy. Now, I personally like that there are many, many varieties of severums nowadays. Again, just similar to the angelfish back in the old days, there were only a few varieties of severums, and that was the green severum, the turquoise severum, and the gold severum. But nowadays, they discovered a wide variety of species of severums. For example, they discovered the rock eel severums, the super red severums, which is basically a gold severum with more orange coloration, a very beautiful severum. They discovered the orange shoulder severum. They discovered a severum called the nodus severum, which is a very boldly spotted green severum. So there are a lot of different species of severums out there. That's what I really like about the severums is that there's a lot of species of severums out there for you to try and keep and enjoy. You're going to enjoy keeping severums, my friends. Trust me on that. You're going to enjoy keeping severums. And um, for me personally, one of the biggest reasons I enjoy severums is because they're mild-mannered, they're easier to keep than discus, and they're considered by me to be the poor man's discus, or as I just said, one of the poor man's discus. And speaking of severums, I have a severum show for you next Wednesday here on the Aquatic Wetline. That's right, next Wednesday on the Aquatic Wetline. My co-host of the Aquatic Wetline, Slashmaster1989, my good friend, Jaw Jeff, returns to the Aquatic Wetline to co-host on Wednesdays. And next Wednesday, Jeff and I will be discussing severums because we both have an eager love of severums. All right, and speaking of Slashmaster1989, I know that um, Jeff loves this fish, and I love this fish as well. And my next favorite fish is the God Almighty Oscar Cichlid, perhaps one of the most well-known fish in the aquarium hobby. I personally think the Oscar has perhaps the best personality of a fish, they are a very nice fish. They behave similar to a puppy, and I personally like the Oscar cichlid. Now, the Oscar cichlid is a fish that will eat just about anything, from pellets to fish flakes to feeders to guppies to earthworms to bloodworms to just about anything. People even feed Oscars dog food. It's how easy it is to feed Oscars to eat just about anything. But, as you know... Last year on the Aquatic Wetland, they advertised not to feed live to any fish because goldfish could give diseases to Oscars, and we certainly don't want your Oscar to get sick. And one of the best things I enjoy about Oscars is that they're very easy to care for. They're very hardy. And for a beginner who has a large tank, like my good friend Jeff from Slash Method 1989, who has a big 125, a beginner could simply keep an Oscar. Now, a beginner could not keep discus, 
but a beginner could keep an Oscar, which would be the next best thing, in my opinion, in my honest, honest, honest opinion. And as you've known, if you've been following me on my Facebook and Twitter accounts, I've currently lost a lot of my fish, so when I get my bigger tank, which will be a 75 or a 125 or a 180, I'm going to have to start from new. I'm going to start the fish keeping hobby over again, and right now I'm currently deciding, what should I keep? My choices right now are Oscars or Oscars and Dempsey's and the Cichlids again, or Angelfish and Fancy Plecos and community fish again, but I gotta tell you right now I'm leaning towards the monster fish, I just currently don't dig the little community fish because I view them as feeders, but hey, to each their own, so currently I think Jeff, you're getting me more involved into the Oscars and I personally appreciate that so I think I'm gonna be going back into Oscars, but we'll discuss that later on in the show and yeah, Oscars are one of my favorite fish. My personal favorite Oscar, if you had to ask me that, would probably be the classic Tiger Oscar. I personally like Tiger Oscars. They're a very beautiful fish. Now, if you've been following me on YouTube, on my Aqua Alex YouTube channel, you saw my beautiful Gizmo Oscar that I had last year. It was a large Tiger Oscar that I named Gizmo, and he was a very popular Oscar. He gained a lot of respect and a lot of likes from YouTube, and I personally think I might get another Gizmo, another Tiger Oscar. But hey, I also do like the Albino Tiger Oscars as well, even though the Albino Oscars aren't natural. I also like them as well. Now, if you've been a follower since the Aquatic Wetline began or since the Aquatic Wetline of last year, you know that this fish is perhaps one of my favorite all-time favorite fish. And my next cichlid. Now, I personally love the Jack Dempsey cichlid. It's a fish that got me into the aquarium hobby. The Jack Dempsey cichlid was the fish that started it all for me. So I personally really, really enjoy the Jack Dempsey cichlid. I personally think it's a fish that it's um, going to enjoy it. Oh, excuse me. I think it's a fish that I really, really enjoy, the Jack Dempsey cichlid. And I think you all will enjoy the Jack Dempsey cichlid as well. I know a lot of people like the Jack Dempsey's. I like them personally for their colors and for their um, behavior. Some Jack Dempsey's are aggressive, while some are peaceful. It all depends on the individual Jack Dempsey. I personally think the Jack Dempsey's have a lot of color. They're probably, one of, they're probably perhaps one of the most colorful fish. Now, um, that is why I like the Jack Dempsey. There are also several other species of Jack Dempsey's out there, like the electric blue Jack Dempsey, the gold Jack Dempsey, and some other ones. I like the regular Jack Dempsey, to be honest with you. And I know you guys that have tuned into the aquatic equipment for a while know that I like Jack Dempsey's. And my last favorite cichlid would be another cichlid that got me into the aquarium hobby, and that would be the Red Devil cichlid. 
Now, the red devil cichlid is a very, very good fish for a fish that would be good for a single specimen tank or a single specimen tank because the red devil cichlid is very aggressive, but it is a nice fish. My personal red devil cichlid is the creamsicle red devil, which is basically a red and white red devil. And that, my friends, are my favorite cichlids. Angelfish, chocolate cichlids, severums, oscars, jack dempseys, and red devils. All right, my friends and listeners of the Aquatic Wetline, we're going to take our first commercial break, which is being sponsored by Hikari, Sales USA, School of Fish, Inc., Fish Wendy Tropical Fish, Dakota Aquatics Plus, and our newest sponsor, the International Aquatics Association. So let's take our first commercial break, and when we come back, I'll discuss my favorite oddball fish and my favorite catfish, plus I'll discuss my favorite fish brands and what I enjoy about the aquarium hobby. So stick around. We've got plenty more to come. And don't forget, you can call in live at one 347-989-8142. That's one 347-989-8142. We'll see you after the commercial break. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Picosinus. Micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish. Saki Ikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And Biopure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Ikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts, and we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish is a fish store located in South Hadley, Massachusetts. Fish Frenzy offers the finest in freshwater and saltwater livestock, aquarium equipment such as Marineland, Aquian, and Flaval, fish foods such as Hikari, Tetra, and more. Fish Frenzy has moved to a new location to get many more awesome fish in. Fish Frenzy has the cheapest prices in town for fish. 
go check out at the court at Fish Frenzy and you will not be disappointed. Fish Frenzy is located at 14 Main Street in South Hadley, Massachusetts. You can reach at the court at Fish Frenzy at 413-536-7700. And at Fish Frenzy looks forward to serving you the Western Mass Fish Keepers. this program to bring you a special report. Do you need advice on planter tanks? Do you need advice on community tanks? Do you need advice on cichlids? Do you need advice on discuss? Well, get over to the IAA channel now! We can help you with planted tanks, saltwater tanks, community tanks, filtration, DIY, lighting, dosing, CO2, discus, angelfish, German blue rams, African cichlids, and any other community fish. Subscribe to the IAA channel today! Thank you, IAA! Dakota Aquatics Plus is the next best aquarium keeping show here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host of this show, Andrew will dive deep into the topics of freshwater and saltwater fish, reptiles, and other pets. Dakota Aquatics Plus is live every Saturday and is a show that you will enjoy. So check Andrew out. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Dakota Aquatics Plus. Fish Geeks is an online Facebook fish group that is dedicated to the aquarium hobby. We have thousands of members who all love this aquarium hobby. All of our members are a fish geek one way or another. If you are serious about this hobby and love fish, then come join our group on Facebook You Fish Geek. Type in the search bar on Facebook Fish Geeks and click join. You can call in live to the aquatic wetline. Aqua Alex sure does like live callers. Do you have a question on tonight's topic? Do you want to share your thoughts on tonight's topic? Or do you just want to chat fish? Pick Alex's brain on fish. Call 347-989-8142 dial 1. I want you to call in. So come call 347-989-8142 dial 1. Go to a quiet location. Turn off your speaker and have fun. Let your voice be heard. Call into the aquatic wetline at 347-989-8142. Dial 1. You are now tuned in to the one and only fish keeping podcast on Blog Talk Radio that started it all. With over 100 episodes, the Aquatic Wetline has something for you. What is Alex going to discuss next? Let's get back to the show to find out. Remember, you can call in anytime at 1-347-989-8142. Now, back to Aqua Alex. 
And welcome back to the Aquatic Wetline, your one and only show for freshwater fish and the only show that is hosted by fish keepers for fish keepers. And today I am doing my first show of 2015 and today I, Aqua Alex, am talking about my personal favorite fish. Now, before commercial break, I talked about my favorite cichlids, and yes, I'm a huge cichlid fan, but I am also a fan of other fish as well. But before I go ahead and talk about my other fish, I would like to give another caller plug-in. You can go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142. That is 1-347-989-8142. And you can talk about your favorite fish and why it's your favorite fish or just ask fish questions. I'd like to have callers here on the Aquatic Wetline podcast, which, by the way, is growing very popular. I've got many new listeners and followers for 2015, so I am very excited about that. And with all the drama going on, um, I'm pretty sure the Aquatic Wetline will always be pretty good, and hopefully all this drama will end soon. Um, and I'm looking forward to the Aquatic Wetline being as big as the Chef Cornelia Cooking Show was. And I retired to Chef Cornelia's Cooking Show um, this weekend, but it was, or actually uh, this this week I retired the Chef Cornelia Cooking Show because it was a um, good show and I'm doing a new show on my talk show. But let's get back on topic here because I can go, I can ramble on incoher- incoherently on things and I don't want to do that today. So let's get back to topic here and let's talk about my other favorite fish, shall we? All right. So my next favorite fish, which is a monster fish, and most of you know me as a monster fish lover. Now my next favorite fish is the arowana, also known as arowana or dragonfish. Now my personal species of the arowana would probably be the silver arowana. I personally enjoy the silver arowana. It's a fish that grows huge. Yes, I understand that, but it's a fish I enjoy. Now, as a kid, I've kept a couple of arowanas back in the day growing up with my father when my father had a big 150s and a 180, and I really enjoyed the um, arowana. They are a nice fish. You can't find any fish better than an arowana when it comes to oddballs. Arowanas are beautiful fish. Now, I think the silver arowana is perhaps a very beautiful fish. It's got the silver coloration. It's got orange coloration. It's got some gold coloration. And it's also got some blue coloration, believe it or not, on a silver arowana. I also like um, Giardini arowanas because Giardini stay a little bit smaller. Then they're, um, they are a little bit more aggressive than a silver arowana, so a giardini would be probably best kept alone or with aggressive cichlids. Also, you've got the black arowana, which is very beautiful as well. I personally like all kinds of arowanas. And I believe that Chinese rumor that arowanas bring people luck 
and they really do. And I can't wait to talk about arowanas here on the Aquatic Wetline radio show. Now, I'm going to talk about the South American arowanas in our Life in the Amazon series that's going to resume here in 2015. And I can't wait to resume that. That's going to be a fun show. Talking about arowanas, one of my favorite monster fish of all time. Now, my next favorite monster fish would be the Fancy Pocostomus. I love Fancy Plecos, and I love all Plecos. I really, really do enjoy Plecos. They are a great fish, and they come in a variety of different species, and they're very hardy. Now, ask my good friend, Slash Master 1989, Jeff, or my good friend Andy from Dakota Quags Plus, how much I love plecos. I'll tell you that I'm crazy for plecos. It's like plecos are human beings. That's how much I like plecos. I'm probably the only dude crazy for plecos, and I really do enjoy plecos. I love the common plecos, and I love the fancy plecos. I love the brittle nose plecos, and I love all the other plecos. Oh, did I say brittle nose again? I mean bristle nose plecos. I mean bristle nose plecos. And um, it really amazes me how many plecos there are in the world today, and I enjoy every single one of them. I also like the common plecos, and I know that the common plecos do get a bad rap in the aquarium hobby, but they are a beautiful pleco, and I definitely, definitely enjoy it. It's a great pleco. And it's wonderful. All right, so let's talk about some of my favorite fancy plecos. We've got the plecos that I own, the green phantom pleco. I like the green phantom pleco because I think it's perhaps one of the sexiest looking fancy plecos. And speaking of the green phantom plecos, I'll have a green phantom pleco show coming up here on the aquatic wetline. Now my next favorite fancy pleco would be the three beacon Pleco. It's very similar to the cactus plecto and all the other expensive redfin plecos out there. And I personally like the three beacon pleco. My next favorite fancy pleco would be the royal pocostomus. And my favorite royal pocostomus of all time would be the L191 dull eyed royal pleco. Very sexy looking. And then, of course, we've got the gibby pleco or the sailfin pleco that I like, and we've got the cactus pleco that I like, and for my good friend Brandon King, the king of kings, I like the Adonis pleco, and I like the gold spot common pleco. I, of course, like the vampire pleco, which here in the United States of America is known sometimes as the galaxy pleco or the peppermint spot pleco. Now, I by no means am an expert in fancy plecos. I've only kept one species of fancy plecos thus far, and I um, plan on keeping more and studying and researching them. But I'm going to be doing a fancy pleco series here on the aquatic wetline. I'm going to be learning about fancy plecos by speaking about them on the aquatic wetline, and I'll be teaching you, believe it or not, a thing or two about fancy plecos as well. So I'm looking forward to hosting that series here on the aquatic wetline. 
Beware, folks. Aqua Alex is going Pleco crazy again. Canty Pleco series coming up on the Aquatic Wetline. That's going to be great. I told you 2015 was going to be a great year for the Aquatic Wetline. All right, I'm getting too excited about Fancy Pleco series. i got to calm down here. And you see, that just made my mood happy now. That made my day, speaking about Fancy Pleco's and my favorite fish. And I really do appreciate the Aquatic Wetline. All right, perhaps my next favorite fish would be silver dollars. I like all species of silver dollars, whether they're a mentinus, mylosoma, or mylia. Silver dollars are an awesome dither fish. You can use silver dollars in an aggressive cichlid tank, or you can keep silver dollars as a schooling fish because they are very, very nice. Silver dollars are very easy to keep, and I enjoy silver dollars throughout my entire fish keeping career, and they are personally perhaps the greatest tetra known to man, in my opinion. They're similar to piranhas and pakus, but don't get as big as piranhas or pakus, and they're not as aggressive as piranhas or pakus are either. And I think a beginner could keep sewer dollars as well. I've kept all the species of sewer dollars except for a certain few, and I've never kept a Malasoma sewer dollar before, so that is great. Now, sewer dollars are very easy to feed. They'll eat just about anything from vegetarian foods to meaty foods to even um, once in a while frozen foods as well. So sewer dollars are fantastic. I've capped Mentinus argentus. I've capped the spotted Mentinus. I've capped the Myeliophibro pinus, the reddick sewer dollar. I've kept the black bar sewer dollar, the Myelia strumbachi. I've kept a ton of sewer dollars. And over the years here on the Aquatic Frontline, we've discussed sewer dollars a whole bunch of times. So I know you guys are probably tired of hearing about sewer dollars. But that's how much I love sewer dollars. They are a Beautiful, beautiful fish. Now, my next hero fish happens to be a fish I personally think has another best personality in the fish keeping hobby, and I know a lot of fish keepers have kept this fish before, and that is the clown loach. I personally love the hell out of the clown loach. I like their color, I like their personalities, and quite frankly, I love that you have to keep them in a school because without them being in a school, the clown loach is not a clown loach, and you won't get that beautiful behavior out of a clown loach if you don't have it in a school. Plus, I love the size clown loach cat. They get to be about 10 to 12 inches, and I love big fish, and the clown loach is definitely full of personality, and the clown loach has a lot of beautiful color that you will not regret, regret, and it's a color of beautiful fish you're going to enjoy. And we'll do a show on clown loaches here on the aquatic wetline coming up as well. Now, my next favorite fish is perhaps the greatest algae eater for a tank, let's say four foot or six foot, and it heals from South America, and that would be the flagtail protolotus. And yes, the flagtail protolotus does get pretty big. It gets to be about 18 to 24 inches. But the flagtail protolotus is perhaps the greatest algae eater for a larger tank, in my opinion. They don't stop eating algae. 
when they do stop eating LSG, they'll eat normal food as well. But in my experience, my flagtail pressurologist never stopped eating LRG. And they are perhaps a beautiful cherisin. And they are very, very nice. I love the flat top parts of Lotus because it's a Tetra that you can keep singly because they are expensive. They're about $20 a pop for a juvenile, and you don't need to have a whole bunch of them. You only need to have one. So they're one of the sheriff's things you can keep singly and not feel guilty about it. And they'll eat your allergy and take care of your tank in a matter of minutes. They'll clean up allergy faster than a Pleco would. All right, so that's why I enjoy the flat top parts of Lotus. Now, I'm a big spiny eel fan, and most people don't know that spiny eels are, aren't actually real uh, real eels. They're actually a fish. But my favorite spiny eels would be the fire eel and the tire track eel. Both of these eels get massive, but you all know me. I love monster fish. And the fire eel and the tire track eel are perhaps probably the most colorful spiny eels. The fire eel has dark orange coloration, and the spiny eel, or the tire track eel, has some nice markings. Both get to be about two to three feet long, and both will eat market shrimp, earthworms, bloodworms, blackworms, etc. Now, my next favorite fish, of course, would be Polypaturus bikers. I love biker fish. They are uh, very nice fish. They are a fish that has many different pronunciations, but let's just say I'll call them bikers. I'll call them whatever I want. It's my show. So bikers are an awesome fish. You might know them as bikers, birchers, fishers, whatever. Um, they are a beautiful fish. They have many different varieties. My personal favorite biker would be the Delhizi biker. That's a very beautiful and sexy biker. I also like the Angli Angli biker, the Oronite biker, and of course the classic Senegal biker. And I know my brother Jimmy hosted a show here on bikers a little while ago, but I'll do a show on bikers on the aquatic wetline as well. That's going to be fun as well. Now, I like all kinds of catfish. My personal favorite kinds of catfish would happen to be uh, the Megalodorus Irwini, Oxidorus niger, which are very, very big monster armored catfish. I also love the Dantes catfish. I love tiger shovelnose. I love sun catfish. I love Corridorus catfish. I love a variety of catfish. And my favorite and my final favorite fish would be Freshwater stingrays. Man, oh man, you've got to love the freshwater stingrays. They are a very nice, unique fish with a wonderful personality to back it up. I personally think you're going to enjoy freshwater stingrays, even if you can't keep freshwater stingrays in your aquarium. They are a ray. Sorry, I got disconnected there a little while. I was, I was talking to no one. I got disconnected there. Anyways, those are my favorite fish. What I was saying was, I want you to call in and tell me your favorite fish. The number to call in is 1-347-989-8142. That again is one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Tell me what your favorite tropical freshwater fish are. I want to know. Or you can tweet your favorite fish at 
Alex Cardinelli won, capital A and Alex, and Cardinelli is spelled Cardinal with an E at the end. So tweet your favorite fish to Twitter. Tweet at Alex Cardinelli won, your favorite fish, and why it's your favorite fish. Or go ahead and call in one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right, let's get back on topic here. Now, as you can see, I'm an extreme fish hobbyist since I have a ton of favorite fish. I've kept all of those fish that I've mentioned tonight on the aquatic wetline. That's true. Every single fish that I've mentioned, I've kept at one time or another, or every year that I've kept fish, I've had those fish. Now, I want to talk about some of my favorite fish that I've never kept or haven't had the opportunity to keep yet. So these following fish are fish that I personally have never kept yet or have successfully kept yet or have the opportunity to have kept yet. So these are some of the fish that I've never, ever kept yet. All right. The first fish is discus. Although I did have discus at one point, I bought discus from an unreliable source, and the discus died of parasites killing my whole entire tank. So I'm going to erase that from memory and pretend I've never had discus before. And I like discus, personally. I think discus are a beautiful fish, but I've never personally kept discus before. And... I like discus now. Um, would I keep them now? Maybe. I'm not behind um, keeping one species of fish in a tank because with discus, you need to have just them and maybe some Romino's tetras and neon tetras and Corridoras, but you can't have um, like silver dollars or some of the larger plecos in there with them. So. Right now, currently, I don't see myself keeping discus again, but maybe in the near future, I will keep discus. Um, if I could not go saltwater, then the obvious choice would be to keep discus. Now, um, discus are a good fish, but they are very time-consuming, and you have to do a basic, uh, basically a species-only tank with them. When I like to combine many species, like I said, and discus are very time-consuming. You need a lot of time to cater to them. You need a lot of water changes, and you need a lot of perfect water. And you need to be able to um, keep an eye on water parameters to keep discus. And quite frankly, between my radio shows, my YouTube channel, I have a new YouTube channel coming out as well. I'll explain that later on when I have more details. And I also do, I also have an under-the-table job that I do. And I'm also um, helping raise uh, a dog. And I also cook dinner. And I'm also a chef. And I do a little cooking gag here and there. So I am a very busy man. I don't see time for me to keep discus. So that's why right now I've never had the opportunity to keep discus. But I do want to address the elephants in the room. Discus are not for beginners. A YouTuber likes to go around t 
telling people discus can be kept by beginners. However, in my opinion, that is certainly not true. They are very hard to keep healthy, and they need to be kept in schools. What happens if a beginner spends $500 on discus and they die? Will that YouTuber repay the beginner? I don't know about that. Um, because discus aren't very hardy like, let's say, angelfish or severums or chocolate cichlids. A beginner would not know how to take care of a discus. They would not know the parameters of a discus. And even if a beginner spent hours upon hours of research for discus, I personally would not want to see a beginner getting into the world of discus. I personally think a beginner should... Um, spend at least a year in the hobby before they enter into the world of discus. So, as for me, no, discus are not for beginners. And we're actually going to do a, a show explaining why discus are not for beginners. I'm going to have a roundtable of guests, which means I'm going to have two or more guests explaining why discus are not for beginners. And it's going to be a fun show, and I'm going to convince to all my listeners of the Aquatic Wetline why discus are not for beginners. Now, let's talk about the next fish that I've never had the opportunity to keep. That is one of my favorites. Um, African cichlids. I like African cichlids, although I'm not into overstocking due to aggression. That's why I'm currently not keeping African cichlids. I personally think they are a bit overrated um, as, as terms of keeping them. I think they're overrated because they don't, they're not as colorful as they are when you, as you see on the internet because when I go to the fish store, they're not as colorful like that. So they are overrated, and I personally might not keep Africans unless I decide I want to give African cichlids a try. But my personal favorite African cichlid that I have kept, I have kept one kind of African, and that was the Frontosia cichlid. But I've only kept Frontosias for like a couple of months. And I personally think the Frontosias are a very, very nice fish. And I personally enjoy Frontosias. Now, I've kept Lake Malawi cichlids for a while as well. I just really didn't enjoy them. But if I were to keep Africans, the only Africans I never kept were the Mbunas and the Lake Victorian Africans. But I don't know too much about Africans, so I probably sound like an idiot there. I probably got the species all mixed up. But like I said, I don't know too much about Africans. I've only kept Frontosias and a few um, uh, Lake Malawi cichlids as well. And hopefully we can have an African cichlid series going here on the aquatic wetline. I would love to talk about African cichlids on the aquatic wetline. Now, of course, the next favorite... Uh, fish I never had the opportunity to keep for various reasons. Marijuana is very, very rare and illegal in the United States of America. And I see we have our first caller of 2015 on the Aquatic Wet Line. Welcome to the Aquatic Wet Line, and thank you for calling in. Uh, thanks, Aqua Alex. Um this is uh, Roger from Maine. Um, I have experience with the uh, firemouth cichlids, and they're one of my favorite fish. I've been keeping them for 
about six years in uh, 55 gallons, 75 gallons. And, um, you know, most people consider them a beginner type fish, which they are. But um, I think they do a, a great job of getting people in the cichlid hobby besides, you know, your convicts that are a little too aggressive. Um, and then the next step up would probably be like the geophagus would be the up, upgrade from the fire mouth. And the fish that I would like to keep that I haven't kept would be the bikers. Are you familiar with those fish? Yeah, I've actually uh, kept bikers before. They're a very good fish. I like bikers. Cool, cool. Firemouth are actually a beautiful fish. I like firemouth too, and geophagus are awesome. Yeah, uh, when they um, they mate, they they really uh, color up. Um, most of the time, when they're just settled in, they have the red throat. But when they're breeding, the red actually goes all the way to the tip of the tail. And it's um, it's quite striking. Yeah, that's true. My favorite geophagus would probably be the Jurapara. Those are uh, a beautiful geophagus. Although I like yeah. the redhead geos too. Yeah, the redheads are pretty popular right now. I was watching a lot of YouTube videos. Um, um, I think his name's uh, the Rick. He's got a, a couple of redheads in his tank. And uh, that's about it. I'll let, I'll let you go, buddy. I just wanted to call in and um, wish you good 2015. Awesome. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate your call. You're welcome to call in any time. Oh, before I let you go, um, that YouTuber that you talked about, which shall remain nameless on your show because I respect the aquatic wetline, uh, posted a video about you disliking his YouTube videos. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. That guy's a that guy's a whack job. I saw that. <laughs> awesome. That was a that was a wonderful call. I really uh, I really enjoyed uh, that call. So thank you for calling in. Uh, I enjoyed that. So anyone else is welcome to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Thank you, Roger, for calling in. And um, I like the firemouth and the geophagus too. So that's great. All right. So, uh, where did I leave off at? Oh, I was talking about fish that I've never actually been able to keep, but I um, are my favorites, and the Asian arowana is one of them. Next, we've got snakeheads. Of course, I like snakeheads snakehead because my father was keeping snakeheads way before I was born, and unfortunately, um, snakeheads are now illegal, and I never had the opportunity to keep snakeheads, which sucks. All right. Now, my final topic for tonight is going to be about my favorite fish food, favorite fish equipment, and such. Well, my favorite fish food is Hikari, New Life Spectrum, Marine Land Color Flakes, and Macari, uh, and Marcus Shrimp, and Veggies. My favorite filters would be the Aquion Quiet Flow Hang on the Back Filter, Marine Land Penguin Hang on the Back Filter, the Fluval Canister Filter, and my favorite heater would be the Aquatop Model GH300 Submersible Heater. And my favorite fish tank would be Aquion 
and marine lands. And what I really do enjoy about the aquarium hobby is buying new fish and meeting some wonderful fish keepers, even though there are some out there like that specific YouTuber that the caller mentioned that I mentioned at the top of the show. There are some um, good, good fish keepers like Roger, like Jeff, like Andy, like myself, like Brandon, like Blue View Aquatics owner Josh Rodriguez, so on and so on. And I really do enjoy that. All right, that's pretty much going to do it for us tonight on the Aquatic Wetline. I really did enjoy Show. You guys will call in one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I personally would love some more callers, but I'm happy I got a first caller of 2015. Hey, first show, first caller. That's right. That's great, and I really did enjoy that. All right, so we're gonna hear some music during this commercial break because you've heard enough of me acting for a while. Um, we're gonna hear two of my favorite songs called. Um, Poker Face by Lady Gaga and My Own Prison by Creed. And we're also going to hear some wonderful commercials. When we come back from commercial break, I have some special radio show announcements for the Aquatic Butline. So stick around to hear them, and hopefully we'll have some more callers for the Aquatic Butline. So stick around, folks. Oh, great. Tech issues. Do you own a local fish store in your area? Do you own an online aquarium shop? Well, contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com and get yourself a radio commercial advertising your business. The Aquatic Wetline is heard by over 200 people for each episode, so get your name out there. Please contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com. So, we can advertise your business. We advertise fish stores, aquarium shops, YouTube channels, and anything in the freshwater and saltwater fish keeping hobby. So, if you're interested in advertising your business, please contact us, Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com, and we will prepare you with an awesome commercial for this show. Are you a fish keeper that has expertise in the aquarium hobby? Would you like to be interviewed on the Aquatic Wetline to discuss your favorite species of fish or share your aquarium hobby? We at the Aquatic Wetline are always looking for fun, exciting, and awesome guests. So if you're interested in speaking on fish or the aquarium hobby on the Aquatic Wetline, please contact Aqua Alex at Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com. That's Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com. Or you can contact Fishkeeper James Carnelli. His email is Jimmy Silver Arrow at AOL.com. That's Jimmy Silver A-R-O at AOL.com. So please contact Aquatic Wetline at Outlook.com or Jimmy Silver Arrow at AOL.com if you're interested in being a guest on the Aquatic Wetline. Aquatic Wetline is now available to be listened to on Stitcher Radio. You can now listen to the Aquatic Wetline on your smartphone or tablet. 
Aquatic Wetline is now on iTunes. You can download any of our archived episodes on iTunes. You can listen to any of our past episodes on your ride to work or your long ride on vacation. Simply go to the podcast section of iTunes and search for Aquatic Wetline to find us. Enjoy. Would you like your topical fish question answered live on our Fish Keepers United Question and Answer? Then send all of your topical fish questions to aquaticwetline at outlook.com. You can ask any freshwater or saltwater questions you have. We look forward to answering your questions. So submit them to aquaticwetline at outlook.com. No question is too dumb. We'll answer them all. So send them in right now. Calling all fish keepers. Make sure you're a part of the very first fish keepers question and answer of 2015. The very first fish keepers question and answer of 2015 will air live Monday, January 26, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the Aquatic Wetline. So make sure you get your questions answered. Please submit your questions to AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. That's AquaticWetline at Outlook.com. Or you can post your questions on social media. Tweet your questions to at AquaAlex or at AlexCardinelli1, capital A in Alex, or post your questions on our Facebook fan group called the Aquatic Wetline Radio Fan Group. So, make sure you send your questions in by January 26, 2015. We'll answer every question we get. So make sure you're a part of the very first Q&A of 2015. Again, email AquaticWetline at Outlook.com, Twitter at AquaAlex or at AlexCarnelli1, or on our Facebook page, the Aquatic Wetline Radio Fan Group. I look forward to answering your questions, so send them in right now. Hey, listeners of the Aquatic Wetline. This here is Alex Cardinelli, and I'm inviting you to be a part of my talk show, The Alex Cardinelli Show. On The Alex Cardinelli Show, we talked about everything from current news, to sports, to current events, to dogs, to politics, to everything you can imagine. So come join us at The Alex Cardinelli Show. We are live Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. We are live Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we are live Sundays 
at 9 p.m. Eastern. The Oscar Noise Show airs three days a week, Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday, with Friday being our current news episode, and Tuesday and Sunday will be our fun shows where we'll discuss anything and everything and have a fun guest on the show. So come check out the Alice Cardinelli Show on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com forward slash crazy Alex Talks. Come on, come on, you know you want to be a part of this great talk show. So I'll see you at the Alice Cardinelli Show, blogtalkradio.com forward slash crazy Alex Talks. Oh, good thing. 
face, up, up, up her face. Up, up, up her face, up, up, up her face.
Hey, we're back here live on the Aquatic Wetline, and today we did our first episode of 2015. We had a caller on our first episode of 2015, and we talked about my personal favorite fish, and so you guys know what my personal favorite fish are. And I personally say it's been a one hell of a great show. I certainly host a great talk show. I'm a great talk show host, and I see me doing this in the future because I'm so great at it. No one comes close to being as good as I am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There are plenty of other good shows out there. But I had, I had fun with this show tonight, so I hope you guys had fun with this show. We've got other great shows like him, uh, like this one. And of the aquatic wet line in 2015. All right, so I before I go, I'd like to make a couple of uh, radio show announcements. First, I'd like to announce for a personal level that the Chef Granelli's Cooking Show is retired, but it does not suck. It was not a shitty radio show like someone likes to call it. That's because he's jealous that I've got thousands of listens on it and I've got paying sponsors from it. And it had over 290 episodes, but we're not going to go there anyways anymore. So check out my uh, Chef Carnelli's Cooking Show, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Chef Carnelli Cooking Show. And I think you guys are going to enjoy that. And it was a fun, fun show. But I have a new talk show, a new cooking show that will be airing on the Alex Carnelli Show which will be great as well. Well, let's bring things back to an aquatic footline level now. Let's get back on subject here. I have a couple of announcements that I'd like to make. And since it is the first show of 2015, I've got a lot of announcements to make, so let's get started. 2015 will be a big year for aquatic wetline. Here I'm planning on doing at least five more live on location broadcasts. I'm going to have Hikari President Sales USA, Chris Cleavers, on the show again. I'm going to be getting some more sponsors and some more paying sponsors as well. Some more guests for the Aquatic Wetline as well. I've got a couple of big guests lined up for the Fish Keepers United. I've got um, another guest from YouTube coming on the show. And I've got some other guests coming on on the show as well. I've got a saltwater co-host finally. I finally found a saltwater co-host and I'm just working with him now to schedule his show and hopefully that'll start in February or March. I've also am in contact with a person from Aquion about doing a series on setting up an aquarium and all of the equipment you're going to need for that and basically aquatic wetline is going to be huge in 2015, I'm not doing this all for me. I'm doing this for all of you, the fish keepers. I really care about this fish keeping hobby, and I really do care about helping others in the fish keeping hobby. And I really created the aquatic wetline to help others. So I'm very excited about 2015. And trust me when I tell you, the aquatic wetline is going nowhere. Despite what anyone says, the aquatic wetline will always still be the best fish-keeping podcast here. And despite any of that nonsense going on, I will be hosting the Aquatic Wetline regardless. So I'm looking forward to a great year in 2015. It is unfortunate that there is so much um, stuff going on, but that's 
I guess that's what happens when someone is successful, someone wants a PC of success, and they have no choice but to act out in disrespect and blatant disrespect to me. But um, I don't care. I don't care if we've had a falling out or if we had a disagreement. I just don't agree with this person's actions uh, because he got um, he got caught hacking into my friend's account, and somehow he turned around and said that I said he sent me an email, but the proof was in the pudding. I did not say that he sent an email. I just posted what he did. But anyways, I'm going to change the subject here because there's no need to um, stay on that subject. So basically, 2015 is going to be a big year for the aquatic wetline. Now, our next show is actually going to be tomorrow. And tomorrow, we've had our first caller of 2015, but tomorrow, we're going to have our first guest of 2015, live tomorrow, on our Fish Keepers United series. I'm proud to welcome Discus Man and Stingray Man, Jeff Hanwerg, to the show. And that's right, the new Discus Man for the Aquatic Wetline. This time, this person actually knows Discus. So I'm very happy to announce that. So our next guest for the Aquatic Wetline is going to be none other than Jeff Hanwerg, the owner of the Facebook group, Jeff's Fish and Aquarium Discussion, uh, Discussion Group. And he actually has a true love for discus. You know, if someone had a question for discus, I send them either to Jeff or Andrew because I know they have a responsible and wealthy and knowledgeable discus answer. So Jeff will actually be, let's see, our our fourth or fifth guest in this series. Yeah, he'll be our fourth guest in this series, Fish People United and the first guest of twenty fifteen. So join me tomorrow live at eight PM Eastern for my first guest of twenty fifteen. And of course, I'm very happy to announce, speaking of guests, the guest of the year for 2014, Blue View Aquatics owner Josh Rodriguez returns to the Aquatic Wetline this Saturday to discuss plans for 2015 and things of that nature. So I'm very happy to welcome back the best guest of 2014 to the Aquatic Wetline, my man of the year. And I know he'll probably be the best guest of 2015 as well, but you never know, so I'm looking forward to that. Now, Life in the Amazon returns this Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, and the reason it's at 5 p.m. Eastern is because I have a talk show, the Oscar Noe Show, on Sunday that I have um, a uh, legal dedication to, or my personal dedication to that show because I like talk show, but Sunday... At 5 p.m. Eastern, Life in the Amazon returns, and we're going to talk about catfish from the Amazon. And, of course, there'll be a How to Deal with Power Outages episode coming up because it is winter time, and I know there's a lot of winter power outages that take place. And like I said, we'll have the new How to Set Up a New Fish Tank episode coming up, the new series, Fancy Pucko Hour and Oddball Fish Hour set to debut. And finally, our Fish Keepers question and answer for 2015, the very first one for 2015, will air January 26, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday, January 26th at 8.15 p.m. Eastern, or at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, so that's all our announcements.
announcements for today's show. So make sure you send your questions to AquaticFrontline at Outlook.com or tweet at AlexCarnelli1 on Twitter. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight on the Aquatic Wetline. I hope you enjoyed this great show. Definitely was great. I definitely enjoyed it. A great first show of 2015. And I personally, personally like this video and this episode. All right, I'm Mark Wetline. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Aquatic Wetline. And we'll see you for our next episode of the Aquatic Wetline. Thank you for listening to Aquatic Wetline, your one-stop podcast for everything aquarium. Aqua Alex wants to thank you for listening. Return next time for a fun-filled episode. Please check us out on iTunes. Leave a good review if you enjoyed it. And like our fan page on Facebook called Aquatic Wetline Podcast. And join our fan group called Aquatic Wetline Radio Fan Group on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye fish keepers. Hang on.